Talk Network. Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. And now, on with the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello, and welcome to a very sad episode of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is JF. Matt, I am devastated. And Ashley. Uh, Amy, sorry. I'm going to probably do that a few more <laughs> <Jeez>. times. <laughs> Ouch, man. Uh, it's a sad time all around. I apologize. When you say something for about 48 episodes... No, I got you. Okay, all right. I think it's unforgivable. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're here, and as you know, if you're listening, Adept's Gun has been cancelled. We're all very sad, but we're going to try and look on the bright side a little bit. And we're just going to try to work our way through this. We're going to have a little therapy session. My my bright side was that I spent 24 hours being on time with Adepticon projects. So like I was... the first 24 hours after they canceled it, I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, I'm on track. Well, Here so we go. What I was thinking for you guys is you've got an army pretty much ready to go for next year already, right? Oh, <laughs> not anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's going to be good. Because now, oh, yeah, like, true, that was true. our therapy, okay. yep, yep. right? Like, that was our group therapy was, okay, so so we've got this year. Now what? Yeah. Um, so everything has es- escalated hey, a hey, lot. Hey, but I mean, but that's because that, you've got the groundwork laid out for the yeah. even more amazing project we're going to see. We've benefited yeah, from being behind on a few things in that we are at a place where we can still up the level without having to undo things we'd already done. All right, all right. I, I was particularly lucky because you know when you're painting a fig, you uh, like you reach a point where it's like, all right, the base work, the simple work, the work that would be the same for almost any level of painting is done. And now I'm about to start the part where I can either go really fully detailed and well-realized or kind of like cut corners. I'm at exactly that crossroad with 75 pieces of infantry. (laughs) So where I was clearly going towards like to, to take a sharp turn towards cutting corners, uh, drive, I can now take a leisurely turn into high quality avenue yeah, and just, you know, yeah, exactly. But one of the things that one of the things it, it, it's a blessing, but like it's a curse in disguise. See how I flip that mm-hmm. in the sense that we can so easily fall into a place of complacency, which is why we are where we are right now. Well, no, not well. Basically, the reason why I was going to have to cut corners is because of complacency, and I need to not fall to complacency again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I had mentioned in the last episode I wasn't going to have time to get my Sisters of Battle Army done for the friendly. I've got a whole other year now. Yeah. So I can be saying the same thing again next March. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know it's going to be two weeks before next to have to count. Like, I've already set my little countdown. In my phone, like I think, changed it and updated it, so it's all ready to go. And I know that two weeks before next Adepticon, I'm gonna be going, man, how did this happen again? What did this? Yeah, oh boy! Thinking, yeah, man, 
I kind of wish it was some kind of pandemic pushing this back. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Man, I had I had two How years this, this time and I couldn't. Oh, man. How did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I think um, that, so there's a great Facebook group called Adept Cant, which mm-hmm. anybody's free to join. You know, it's not like limited to people that are going to go to Adepticon, but I think we've seen a really good response to it being canceled, right? Everybody's been on there. They're talking about sharing the projects they painted for Adepticon. You know, just trying to make everybody feel a little bit better about it being canceled. And supporting all of those vendors, especially the yeah. small vendors that like losing out because, especially because this isn't it, going yeah. to be their only show that they've lost out on probably. And so, you know, giving them an outlet for like, hey guys, here's our stuff. Yeah, and we're going to... And, and just in general, like the entire community from Adepticant to uh, any number of other Adepticon groups, like I'm, I'm going to Adepticon or just the Adepticon Facebook itself, the entire community has been extremely supportive and understanding of the Adepticon cast and crew and, and organizers in their decision where it could have been so easy. My my experience with gamers has, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a curmudgeon in that sense. Gamers tend to love to complain. We adore yeah. complaining. Me first. And yeah, yeah. in this situation where people could have easily went into armchair organizer mode and just, you know, just bitched for like hours and hours on end. No, I didn't notice any of that. Yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm so freaking proud of everyone. For yeah, that. I think the worst thing I, I, I've seen is people like, you know, that wouldn't have been my decision, but I understand why you guys did it. Right. They didn't really have a choice. The state of Illinois said no. Yeah. So it's like, but I understand why it happened, you know, looking forward to next year. So, um, and they had, Adepticon has like this is this isn't like a con that you do with your little gaming club in college anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. this is huge. They're, they're they're in bed with so many large gaming companies. Like they work directly with with Games Workshop for the, like the preview and all that that we're going to talk about. Like this must have been such a difficult decision for them. Oh yeah. Well, uh-huh. I think yeah. I think that's why they had to like they if the state had not said no, and it hadn't you know depending on how things have escalated, I they probably would not have called it off, but um, I think it, either way, whether they would have or wouldn't have, I think it was the right decision not to have it. Um, which, if you guys want to know why, you can read all about it in the news. We don't have to talk about that here. But um, if you don't know what's going on, I don't know. Like, <laughs> even, just from, even just from you. a meme perspective, like if you don't know what's going on... Then, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've got the perfect response for this. If, if you don't know what's going on, Look in your history books to about 20 years earlier as you're yeah. in, in, listening to this archive <laughs> audio yeah, yeah, from yeah. way back when. <laughs> there was an outbreak of a disease that spanned the world. Um, that's as it. of today, I, I, the entire world except for Antarctica. Penguins, penguins are doing it for themselves, man. That's right. That's oh. right. Um, invading, invading museums and aquariums everywhere. <laughs> So there, and it, the the Adept Cant Facebook group has been great, right? They're still going to set up. They're going to have a virtual vendor hall because a lot of the vendors, like we said, are those small vendors. There's going to be, you know, so they can still sort of do their their deals. And a lot of vendors have already sort of said in that in the various groups, like, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, whatever percentage they're going to give off. There's actually, so I don't remember their name exactly. I'll we'll put it up I'll, as we find out who these people are. We'll put them on our Facebook page and whatnot. But. Um, they were just going to give away some free swag, so they're like, "Hey, you know, sign up for our email list, and we'll just send you swag." So it's so weird because I I I don't want to do it because but I feel swag. like I'm exploiting them. 
it's swag, yeah. but I feel like yeah. I, I I don't want him to spend money on True. me. Like I want no keep your like, give your swag to someone that's not gonna cost fifty dollars in shipping. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the the painters are gonna do like some classes on online on YouTube where you can you know or Twitch where you can like subscribe to them or throw them a donation or something like that, um, which is great. Like I. Since we're not going, of course, since it's no Adeptcon, I signed up for our friend at C Studios. I signed up for their Patreon just so I can kind of check out their tutorials and stuff just to give them a little bit of support. Um, I mean, the vendor list is out there from who was at Adeptcon, so who was going to be there, all especially all the small vendors. So I'm going to try and check some of them out and see what happens, you know, with the, the irony in all of that is that this was the year I told myself, like, oh, GF, like, yeah. You got a you got a car payment thing coming up. Like you've got a lot of spendings to do, some traveling to do for your new book coming out. Like you got you got to not spend too much at the vendor hall. And I feel like oh, now I need to order things to be supportive. <laughs> 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 Stupid virus! Give me the death of me. And they're still setting up uh, the bits trading thing on their on their website on the Facebook group, which is really cool. It is. Which is great because I have things to get rid of. Like I have some some previous armies I want to. I just I, I don't even care about making money off them. I just want to find them a good home. Yeah. So, and I I feel that's probably the best way of doing that. Mm. Shut up! You already got one of my armies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And of course, I think one of the biggest disappointments is there's going to be the massive GW preview, which is going to be at Adepticon. Yeah. That first night. But GW has come through. It looks like they're splitting it over two weekends. Um, they're going to be online on the 28th and the 4th of April. So, at least we'll still get They've to also see. said, well, and they've also said that they are going to, to work with the powers that be to get people that had signed up for the preview the goodies that they were intending yes, to give them, which is so like that made me feel so good. I was like, all right, and a lot of take... right because it's not yeah. like it's not like the small vendor that's like, oh right, yeah, right. no, I'm gonna do like GW's got the deep pockets; they can send me presents. Yeah, yeah that's that, fine. I don't mind that. Yeah, I know those guys. I will. Like, yeah, have no problem. <laughs> oh, hey, I had a ticket. It's not my registration. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, their Games Workshop doesn't start their pitch for sending me free stuff with. Or a two-person operation, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for which I immediately feel bad for taking their money for shipping. Like, oh no, Games Workshop, you're gonna ship me things? <laughs> Do it, right? right? Yeah. I'll go pick it up at the store. I don't care. Yeah. Like, and, and it's not because I feel like, oh, I'm gonna exploit Games Workshop. It's nothing like that. It's just I know that like it's part of their marketing plan. They've got like they're geared for this. Like, yeah, yeah. This I, is, I mean, especially over the last few years, this has sort of been their big thing, you know. So. Um. It's, it's gonna. I know it's gonna be a Space Marine Primaris Lieutenant or some garbage like that that I don't care about. But <laughs> I mean, I need to test paints on something. There you go. <laughs> um, and a lot of the other vendors who were gonna have exclusive miniatures, like Victoria Victoria Miniatures, does their exclusive thing every year, and uh, Adepticon's also looking at how they can get like make their swag right because they bought all those shirts and cups and and whatnot. They're sort of looking at how they can make that swag available for people to buy as well. Right, because like most of the swag bag stuff doesn't get there till like, you know, the day that they're putting everything together with all the vendors and stuff. But yeah, yeah all the actual Adepticon stuff. 
So you can have a, a mug from the con that never happened. Yeah, I have a name tag coming from the con that never yeah, happened. Yeah. So <laughs> happy about that. Um, so just, you know, see what you can do to sort of check out those things on the Adepticant Facebook group. See what you can do to support the vendors um, and the people, the companies that couldn't go, make it there. And I think the, the Facebook hey. group is – go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll put my foot forward in saying if you're one of these vendors and you want some visibility, you want to talk to us at 40K Radio, reach out, send us an email. We're more than open to talking to you guys. And, I mean, because the thing is, like, yeah, it's about giving you visibility, but I'm very curious to see from mm. the vendor perspective how, how this thing went down. I mean, we're here to talk about the hobby and seeing how our, our partners, our suppliers, th- third-party vendors – had like what kind of impact that has and, and what the community can do for them like they're the ones best place to answer those questions and i'd love to be the one asking those questions or having matt ask the questions so i can just paint while he does that hey you're not you don't got a crunch time anymore you can ask some questions it's okay huh you're not in a crunch for adepticon anymore so you can ask questions oh no that that was a huh oh, of, oh. I don't, I don't understand or care about your <laughs> argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely, I, I totally heard what you were saying. Yeah, I think that that'd be great. Um, I think that's going out there on Facebook too. Is it'd just be interesting to see, you know, how they're dealing with it, especially, you know, our, like Siege Studios, right, where they had stuff here, or they have classes coming up, and now that everything's sort of shut down, you know, what are they doing? I'm sure they're probably going to get some more commissions, which would be great for them, but. Even just all the smaller vendors that we're gonna, especially like show off games of Defcon, right? Like, how are we gonna do that now? So, in the age of the quarantine, are you guys working on any any projects or anything like that? I've got a million projects. So I had my like big list of like, all right. So after Defcon. And, and so now it's like, all right, well, I guess we're here. Um, so <laughs> I have a couple of commissions from people that I, I told in no uncertain terms after Adepticon. And so they've gone, hey, so um, <laughs> yeah, right. about that. And I'm like, yep, nope, we can do that. No problem. Um, so I have a few I have a few little commissions to do. Um, and, of course, finish everything that I absolutely did not finish for Adepticon and then decide that I'm going to do something completely different for next year, <laughs> which is how we will get back. Into the, you know, back behind the eight ball where I like to be. Sure, sure. It'll be fine. Yeah, very similar from my point of view. I mean, one of the first things I did um, the weekend, like two days after the announcement of Nipticon was canceled, is I finished my friendly army. All my models for the friendly are done and um, stored and <laughs> will never be played at the friendly because... Now I've, uh, I've st- I'm going to be starting on a new friendly army for something else I want to do that I didn't have time to do this year. Um, also finishing up some of the work I'm doing for for our team tournament army now that we've got more time to to do that correctly to do that right. Yeah. And it, it's I mean in a way it's fun because I'm getting the break I wanted from the very start like one. One of the things I, I've been, you know, ragging about in the past few uh, episodes is how this was going to be like, I'm going to take a, a year's break from the team tournament. Well, here we are. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Thank you, pandemic. <laughs> yes. But 
Um, so, so I'm, I'm taking this, I'm taking this break. I'm going to do, I'm going to try to do like an amazing job or at least a fun looking job, something that people can enjoy for the team tournament, finishing what I'm doing for them, do that friendly army I've been talking about. And I'm going to probably do it as an escalation type mm. mini thing with my brother so that like, it's just get to play games instead of just <laughs> constantly Whoa, painting yeah i know <laughs> i'm i'm going to go up to my attic and i'm going to like push the the old creaky oak um, st- um ladder that just slides on those yeah. bookcases to climb <laughs> to the very top of one and pull out this dust covered tome that i i'm gonna blow on it and a billowing cloud of, of dust is going like cover i'm gonna sneeze a bit it's not gonna be coronavirus don't worry it's just like the dust and then i'm gonna i'm gonna Reveal to the camera that it's my 40k rule book. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, here we go. Like, Perfect. I need to remember how this works. And then you'll flip, read those three pages, and be like, oh, okay, <laughs> got it. So, oh yeah, dice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Roll dice, move dudes. Got it. You start yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. What you need to play: dice, tape measure. I. Uh... <laughs> I, um, I go down to the cellar and I take yeah. out this trunk and I open it. There's my dice and yeah. tape measure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I keep these things so separate. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like two, three whole floors apart from each other. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Why do I live in such a big mansion? <laughs> I um, as I talked about on our last episode, I was you know checking out like second edition 40k Facebook groups and stuff. So after Harry Depticon was canceled, I went digging through my stuff. I found a decent amount of like second edition Eldar models and actually a whole box of old metal Katachan jungle fighter models. Oh, nice. So I was like, oh, I guess I have like pretty much a second edition army. And the nice thing about this is that any, like I, it's crazy, right? Cause it was second edition. So for those of you that didn't know or ever see second edition, um, I have like 25 elder models and that's like 1800 points. <laughs> so I need like a, just a squad of old howling banshees. And then I have like a 2000 point army, which is great. Uh, Cause nobody really wants those models anymore. So you can get them fairly cheaply but uh yeah so i was checking that out. i was like oh so you know i guess that's sort of going to be one of my projects is now that i have a whole year in advance i can sort of get someone together and, and sign up for one of those events which should be nice that's awesome yeah i have my golden demon stuff too that was definitely not going to get done so now i'm <laughs> like now, okay there you go all right all right <laughs> we have time we can do this see i'm already behind yeah. <laughs> Already. It hasn't, like, it would not have happened yet, and I am now behind. <laughs> Fine. I've also seen, um, looking at the Facebook groups, a lot of people are using, like, Tabletop Simulator to still play 40K, and I've seen a lot more recommended, like, YouTube channels of people playing D&D online now that everybody's sort of separate from each other. Yeah, a bunch of the, um, I know that at least one of the Tabletop um, role-playing services they've uh they've released all of their premium stuff like all their premium things mm. um for free at least through april um uh, and then uh underworlds online is in open access is in uh whatever it is early access on steam what Ooh. yeah so they're and they the way the way that they've done it is cool so um they are doing dlc for the war bands that for the extra war bands mm-hmm. that will come out but any universal cards associated with them, you will get for free no matter what. Oh, that's cool. So that's good. You never have to. It, it eliminates that thing that a lot of people hate about the actual game. Yeah, we have so. to buy all the packs. And... Yeah. 
you do not have to do that digitally. That's awesome. Yeah. So we can still play, even though we're all far apart. Yeah, I think one thing <laughs> about one thing that you can admire about gamers is their ingenuity, right? When they're when you can't get somewhere to play, they find a way to play. Yep. Whether it's just playing something over Skype, like uh, Ashley, who you know the previous host was had posted that she's playing, um, I think Magic over over Skype with people. Nice. So. We'll definitely find a way. I, you know, I think this is a good time for people to get projects done and, you know, just try and do something while they sort of do that self-isolation thing. But on the flip side, we have gotten a few previews from GW. Yeah. Oh, yes, we have. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll, so we got a couple oh things. My. We got some, we got probably one of my new favorite models for 40K. Not Ragnar Blackman. And some awesome, uh, some more updates on the Adeptus uh, Aeronautica Imperialis stuff. So, the next book in Psychic Awakening is Space Wolves versus Orcs. We have an amazing Gazgol Thraka model and a nice Ragnar Black name, Black Main model, which I'll say nice because the first, the one that was available was from Second Edition. It was one of those mono pose, like easy to press between two parts of a mold models. <laughs> My favorite thing that people do when they release these new hero models is they do the the tennis match um, photoshops (laughs) with them. So this set was by far my favorite Uh, um, because they gave Ragnar the tennis racket and then they just put like one of those tennis ball launchers on Gaz's arm. And it's very good. (laughs) It's very good. And the Gazgo model is incredible. It's bonkers. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, he 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 was. I have all like the older ones, right? So he first he was just like he was a size of a boy, maybe a little bigger. Then he was like kill a can size. Now it looks like he's like dreadnought sized. Like, and yeah. I mean like death dread size, like big dreadnought. Yeah, he, he is, and he's beautiful. Like, is the way he's posed, the oh, way he, so the way awesome. his limbs hang. You can feel the weight of him. It's just he's wonderful. And what I love in the, I, in the article where they're describing the kit, right? You can have him leaning with his gun arm out, like he's shooting at something, or with his claw arm out, like he's about to smack something in the face. Mm-hmm. And what guns? <laughs> they just add, keep adding more barrels. Well, I mean, it's a very orky thing to do. Yeah. More DACA. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. As much DACA as possible, yo. <laughs> And uh, they'll be in a box set, which this is what they usually do. That's what they did for the Eldar and Dark Eldar when, in the first phase of Psychic Awakening. So um, it seems like a pretty decent box to start anyway, to start some factions. But this is going to be the only way to get these models until, well, judging by the Eldar, six months later. I don't know that they'll wait as long for this one. I, uh, I, I, I hope they don't. But my brother does play Space Wolves, so if I really need oh, to yeah. get hands on that model... Yeah, I, I keep waiting for one of the regulars to message me and be like, hey, do you want the orc half of that box? And I'm going to be like, yeah, I do. I, do. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will gladly pay for the orc half of that box, even though I could not possibly care less about anything but gas. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just, I just want that model. Ugh. And then we had some new previews for Aeronautica Imperialis. 
Yes, we do. And somehow, despite there already being a lot more Imperial fighters than I really need or want, they still managed to have one more Imperial ship in there. <laughs> it is just a transport. It's, it is it's the adorable Arvid <laughs> it's, it's very cute. Real it's very cute. cute. For, for which I have a 40k scaled version of that oh, really? painted for my for my adeptics uh my adeptics mechanicus just because I needed something to put like on a table as background and it is it's an adorable model I I love that little ship. The end. <laughs> I don't I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I see why it's there for for aeronautic imperialists but considering how many how many things there are for the imperial side and we have like or. So, right, I guess they have a few, but there's like two ships for the Tau that they're going to be releasing. It's like, can I, I don't know, give us some? Can, can we have more variety? I, I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit baffled by some of the choices they make, but then again, this is a game's workshop. They're going to put, for 40k, they're going to give us as many space marines as there are more grains of sand in on the beach, on all the beaches of the world, and I guess for an Nautica Imperialist, they're just going to give us all the Imperial Navy fighters that they can. Well, I mean, I would hope. I mean, at the point now, they're at the point where they're just releasing, like, transports. Hopefully, we're reaching the end of the age of, of the Imperium in, in this game, for a little while anyway. Yeah, I mean, no, you, you absolutely have a point. Like, now, now that we've got now that they've put out the Arvis Lighter as a resin model that yeah. you can order from Ford World eventually, I think like it's going to be really hard for them to say, well, I guess we need to... Like, what, what What's your next move? What's your flex after that? <laughs> yeah, hopefully this will just lead to more filling out of the Tau in, in Orcs. I mean, because they do... Orcs, they do have the other, at least in 40k, right? They have the three different flyers. Um, the uh, fight Obama, the burn. Full, sorry, yeah, the burn Obama. Yeah. yeah, all those. Um, all the other ones that they could, you know, put in. Even if it's just conversion kits off the new one, off the existing fighters. But um, I feel like they. this is another game where they wanted to have staying power, right? So I don't think they're they're out of ideas yet anyway. Hopefully it's just not more Imperial stuff. Imperium yeah. stuff. I mean, I like the Imperium. I like Space Marines and stuff like that, but I, I especially in a, in a game that's just fairly new, we can, you know, give it a rest for a little while. Yeah. It's, because I'm thinking, like, it's been one of my, if, if I look at it from purely a marketing standpoint, the way, uh, the way gamers behave as far as starting new games a lot of people want to have, like we're talking about models that you buy, you build, you paint. The whole point is to feel a certain amount of ownership and individuality in what you're doing. So when you're jumping into a game that has that starts with a four faction, like uh, like the old Firestorm Armada used to do, or a lot of games tend to do, it's our. I already feel that four factions is the bare minimum in oh, a yeah. way that you're kind of you're kind of flipping a coin whether people are not are going to give a damn or not and now you're starting this game that you want people to get in and there's only two factions when you put out your first big expansion you're only adding one more faction until there's at least four probably five maybe six factions i don't see 
I don't see this really reaching critical mass because you're not like it's, it, it's really hard to have tournaments where like your your player base is going to be split in like three. Not to mention that the fewer factions you have, the faster you settle into a very particular meta. Yep. And it, and it's one of the things that really bored me from X-Wing is the whole idea. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can play one of these two factions? Pass. Like, yeah. And, like, there's, there's not enough variety. There's not enough fun to, to be. And you wind up going into a tournament where it's like, everybody that plays Rebels plays this list. Everybody yeah. that plays Imperial... Well, plays that list and when the end when X-Wing first came out I loved it I actually the one I got rid of it but before second edition came around one of the few things I have is uh, I custom painted an X-Wing um, so so that kicking around but it, yeah you're I mean once they started doing turns at Adepticon I would go over to watch I would play but top 10 tables everybody's got the same thing the next yep. year everybody's got the same thing it's it's tough, like especially when with a gate with a game like X Wing, where you have to buy everything to get the cards yeah, exactly. you need anyway. Like it's easy for you to just switch to whatever the meta is. Yeah, and so it's the same thing with this, like because it's just like the core boxes and like a couple extras. Switching over to whatever the best thing is is not a huge deal. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I think. At least from what we were seeing at Adepticon, it seemed like GW is sort of doing the... And what they've been doing with the Titanicus stuff, not just at Adepticon, but at Warhammer World, they're doing more narrative events than competitive events, mm -hmm. which I think is great for where these games are right now. Um, I think at some point people are going to want to do the more matched play style, but until they expand the ranges further, for, you know, for Titanicus, that's probably going to be introducing other races. Um orcs eldar and for here it's it's just getting you know like you're saying right more just more stuff out for every other faction besides imperial imperial right. you can't you can't have one faction that has all the choices and then everybody else has okay here's the two things you can pick from so yeah i'm i'm definitely on board i'm excited for the town model i will get that new, new base box and try to I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with the Imperial. Maybe like just give them to my brother or something and uh, cross my fingers that we see some growth in that game. But I mean, we're we're crawling towards this being a year old with only three factions and I yeah. like I don't want Games Workshop to look at their sales and decide that they're pulling the plug because they're not seeing the volume they want because I I hate to say it, but that's going to be their fault. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, to me, it feels like they, they're going to be doing something only because, you know, now they're, once a month, they have an article specifically for Adeptus, uh, Antarctica Imperialis that has, like, like, everyone so far has come with a new scenario for you to play, too. Yeah, but, again, like, if I only got two factions to play around oh, with, no, or I, three, and yeah. you, you give me a new, you, oh, here's your new scenario, I'm going to play it once in that month? twice yeah like yeah. it's not like i'm gonna go all right well i've tried it with one of my three factions no i've just i've i've tried it and i'm i'm good like i'm gonna go play some 40k now yeah i i i feel i know what you're saying i just I, I feel like this is them like sort of setting the groundwork to do more that's what i'm hoping anyway yeah no no i i completely agree i i've i i don't doubt their commitment in doing a complete rollout for this 
I'm questioning the order in which they chose oh, yeah, to. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think. Well, I mean, we have said this before, but Tau in, in something else besides Imperium would have been a great just to get that fourth faction out there. Hopefully, the next box set will not be Eldar or Necron it's, and more I, Imperium. I hate to say it. Here's my prediction: it's going to be it's going to be Eldar and Space Marines. Yeah, probably. Which I mean, is still a lot more exciting because we're gonna we're gonna see like Storm Ravens and, and and Storm Talons and probably some other Storm Fangs. Like, there's gonna be some fun Fangs. It's gonna be cool. It's just man, it, <laughs> there's so much potential for some really weird, exciting Fangs with this game. Yeah, definitely. And I, it feels like because Titanicus was sort of the same way when I first started, right? We got, we got the first, the first three sets: the the Warlord, the Reaver, the Warhound, some Knights, and then there was it was very quiet for a, a long time. And now there's all of a sudden they got all this new stuff coming out, which it feels like. So that's what I was saying when I was saying like it feels like, and same thing with this one, right? The original stuff came out it was very slow. It seems like they're picking it up a little bit, and hopefully things start to come out faster. You know, at least one release a month for every for all the different games. Yeah, that, that would definitely be interesting. And it, it's going. The, I, I feel like next year is going to be interesting for Adeptus Titanicus because they've, they seem to be very close to having reached the bottom of the barrel of what they can do with existing known... Imperial or 30k era Titans, mm, uh, yeah. they're they're going to have to switch to something else, or the game's going to be you know go stagnant. So, I, I'm I'm curious what they decide to do. I think um, the next thing we'll see for Titanicus is because it's been mentioned in rule books is possessed Titans and knights because they've actually used that keyword with the Psy Titan for the Imperium um, or for the yeah. game. So. But after that, I think, you know, there's a few more night variants which they already previewed, so it's got to be something else. They want the cave to keep going. In a in a very real way, one of the things that I was hoping to see in the preview, and maybe maybe that'll pan out once we get to it, um, is is like they said that they were going to have some big announcements. Yeah. And one for every would be, game, right? Yeah, exactly. For every game. And what would be a bigger announcement for for things like Aeronautic Imperialis or specifically Titanus to, Titanicus to say, hey, yeah, orcs. Uh, just flash me a beautiful Gargant model. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Orcs or like Eldar. I mean, they yeah. were kind of a thing. Let's, let's see. Or just here's the expansion for Adeptus Titanicus 40K and we're going to do some other things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think <laughs> next the next two Saturday or the twenty eighth and the fourth are going to be pretty exciting. Hopefully, I, I think it's interesting that they split the preview over two, but I understand they probably don't want to put up a, like a two and a half hour video either. So, um. yeah, and and I like there's also the theory that they they might break it up by sort of game yeah. era, so to speak, like. The, the the stuff that's more 40k ish and sci fi ish is going to be in one preview, and then the other preview is going to be more like the fantasy Age of Sigmar stuff. 
I think that, that makes sense to you. Um, ugh. I just have, I'm just disappointed that we have to wait three more days than we would have originally seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Or a week in three days, depending on. Yeah. It's depending like, on what, what, yeah. Uh, damn. Virus. No, right now we're right now we're sitting at ten days from seeing this. Ugh. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because whatever it is is going to make me want to abandon everything I'm working That's on right. right now. Anyway. Ah, oh, new army for next year. <laughs> Boom. Happening. Uh, uh, no. no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You're gonna, you're gonna You'll see, be fine. Yeah. You're gonna see some no. awesome reveal, and then somebody's gonna type, "Hey, for the team tournament, we should do this instead." It's no, we're locked. <laughs> no, but that, that's the thing. Like, and my my team and I are gonna have some like to have some serious discussions about how we're handling things. Because, like I said, I I'm getting the break I wanted. So now it's all about hey, let's let's maybe have this conversation about what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. See, I have to find a team because I have like this dream for a, a team tournament army that will probably. It, I think it would just be a very cool army to do, but I need a team. Oh, wait, you, 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 you'll have to tell me about it after after mm-hmm. the show. Cause I'm I'm very curious. I will, I, worry not, I will not steal your idea. <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool. I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't think it's cool, but anyway. Um, oh, is it like four people each doing like we're each doing a chaos god oh army. no that's been done that's never been right done. nobody's <laughs> ever thought of that before revolutionary <laughs> no um other than that so i mean psychic awakening uh, you know as we keep saying has to be pretty close to wrapping up there's not much left they did put out uh they did put out that story um about the mechanicum going up you know like uh talking to chaos which is yeah. very exciting to someone like me who is very into dark mechanicum so yeah. having that be a real thing i would be super okay with there's there i mean that would derail me hard i would i would not be surprised to like oh here's a couple dark mechanicum models and some uh rules for them too because that's yeah. an easy switch over that's a that's yeah, a whole you just, new army like, yeah, just let me use, you know, most of the regular Mechanicum models. That's fine. I can give me give me some sprues. Give me some chaosy dark sprues. That's fine. I can add extra stuff and then give me a couple special dudes and uh I'll be fine. You all all you need for Dark Mechanicum is a set of rules that mixes certain units from the Adeptus Mechanicus, uh Tech Priest and Skatari, as well as some of the already existing Demon, demon engines yes. that you see yeah. from, yeah, like Maulers and, and Defilers and that kind of thing. Give him one character that like that, that has its own fig, and then just create an army list. And there you go, Dark Mechanicum. We're done. And maybe like a Chaos Brew, like you just mentioned. Yeah. It is the easiest mm-hmm. way of getting this this ball rolling. Yeah, and and it seems like part of that book will be because when GW does some of their previews, it's sort of pretty obvious what it is. A new Fabius bio model. Yes. Which being part of the, the slash side of things means maybe we'll get some nice new noise marines and stuff like that too. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? I they had a here, preview. Here's the they, thing. they did the preview with the chaos like with the skull with the very obvious chaos mark on it, which is out of character for them to do on yeah. a rumor engine for it to be so very obvious. 
And like part of me wants to be like, I mean, maybe we could get some like new corn berserkers. That'd be cool. <sighs> Finally. <laughs> See, that, that was the, the, just when I was looking through my second edition stuff, I was like, oh, I bought Warp Spiders recently and the model hasn't changed in 25 years. So I guess I have second edition <laughs> Warp Spiders. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, there's so many, especially with chaos, so many models that have just been around like forever. My thing for Fabio's Biles, I'm wondering if, like, I, I know he's been sort of loosely associated with sort of the noise marine side of things, but he he's no Lucius the Eternal. True, true. Like, he's he's already always had a bit more of his own like kind of free agent thing. So in in a way, I'm I wouldn't be opposed to seeing him be the character that is associated mm-hmm. with Dark Mechanicum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's all about experimenting and things, so that would be interesting. Oh yeah. Well, and what's and what's interesting is his like I forget what they call him. Maybe his chief assassin or, or assistant is dissecting a primary space marine. Yeah. And he's pulling out the, the what, what was the joke? The, the, the whining, the whining, yeah, the gland. whining gland. The yeah. I, yeah. wine yeah. gland. <laughs> I thought it would be bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so that could lead you know to what cast plays at Mawani is primaris. Chaos Space Marines. Which I, I know. Here's, here's, I know. No, 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 no. Let, let, let me let, 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 <laughs> let me say my bit on this because it's it's might not be what you think. I I'm in favor of Chaos getting their own Primaris in the sense that I want I like the idea of Someone like Fabius Bile going, oh, look, Space Marines are getting tougher because they, they did a thing. Well, I'm going to look into it, mm. and I'm going to do my own thing. I, I don't want just – I don't want Chaos Space Marines to just be, oh, they're primaries with horns and things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Want, I want this to be taken in a direction because – Part of the part of the appeal of Chaos Space Marines is that they're they're the legions, like they're the original, you know, heretical legions. Having them be updated to to Primaris kind of goes against like their, their their aesthetic and a bit of their philosophy. But having them have a unit yes. or two instead of replacing the entire thing, just have a unit or two that are well, this is what we tried to do with Primaris and. It looks a little bit like this, and it, it they, then they can have the, the kind of a, have a blank canvas to do some really cool things. Yeah, almost almost like possessed. I mean, they wouldn't be possessed; they'd be mutated or whatever. But that's that same kind of thing, right? Where they're not really for any specific. Like, it's not a Death Guard guy that this happened to. It's like he tried, like you're saying, tried to do something, and this is was the result from it. But also, like storytelling wise, mm-hmm. there's what if call. When he designed the Primaris, put a failsafe for that. Ooh, interesting. Like, what if, like, if, like obviously, like, he he's not an idiot. He's been around for 10,000 years. Uh, he knows what Chaos Space Marines are. They're just Space Marines that are corrupted. What if he went, well, all right, this is eventually going to fall into the hands of Chaos. Let's, let's, let's put a Trojan horse in there. <laughs> And what that turns out to be, how that impacts the the, the unit or the storyline or, I don't know, a brand new freaking faction that comes out of that. Like, again, blank canvas. This is this, this really allows Games Workshop to do a lot of fun things. They won't <laughs> because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because that's probably not what people are hoping to get. 
But I'm just saying, like, maybe that would be fun, right? Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, and I think based on the little graphs they showed at the beginning, I think this is supposed to be the book that has all the night stuff in it too. Um, which would make sense. Yeah, we're already seeing a lot of models because you gotta you gotta remember that if this is the book that's gonna give us the new uh, Adeptus Mechanicus models we're already waiting waiting for, that means we're getting the flyer, which already has oh, yeah. three variants for rules. Then we're getting the horsey slash pyrohounds that yeah. have two variations for rules, and then we're getting the jump pad guys that I correctly predicted, but then incorrectly <laughs> predicted, but then correctly predicted again. So, yeah, so what if they put that out along with the the chaos brew and mm. rules to use both, like to use them as either Adeptus Mechanicum, Ooh, uh, Mechanicum or, uh, or Dark Mechanicum? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. That'd be fine. No, but that's the thing. Like, you've got an entire book where you can have, okay, for, for Adeptus Mechanicus, you've got rules for these guys. Then here's some updated rules for knights and, and you know, renegade chaos knights. And, oh, here's an entire list, army list, for how to use Dark Mechanicum and Fabulous Bile and, and, yeah. and that stuff. Yeah. I hope so. And and so whether you know whether that the Mechanicum and Knights are, are one book or two books, right? After that, I mean, there's what's left: Necrons and Necrons, Death Watch, Death Guard, Death Watch. Sorry, um, in, I, I thought it was like a couple of like really minor things, like, like Sisters Harlequins. of Silence, the Custodes. No, Harlequins, Harlequins were covered in the no, yeah. they weren't. No, oh. it was oh. it was. Oh. Oh, give me Death yeah, Watch no. versus Harlequins because those are two of my armies. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> see someone bought that box. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Do, you, do you remember what back when when we were covering yeah, edition and it came out? I ended yeah. up with a Harlequin and a Death Watcher. Amazing. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that's I mean, and then Necrons got to get shoehorned. Poor Necrons, they're gonna get shoehorned in somewhere. Necrons. Well, one of my thoughts, like before, before like this whole idea of Articoins, like one of my thoughts was, oh, they're they're gonna do Death Watch versus versus Necrons. I mean, Necrons yeah. are Xenos after all, yeah. and that would be interesting. But Which, why not have all three of these guys in the same book? Yeah. That's what I was just thinking after because I thought the Harlequins were in the first book too, but Necrons, ancient enemies of the Eldar uh, of the Eldar race, so that works with Harlequins, and then. Death Watch, they don't know what the hell's going on. They'll just be there trying to kill Well, but everybody. yeah, they, they hate everyone. That's right. So, yeah. like, no no one's a... Because like, that, that's the fun thing about having, like, a trio of factions that all hate each other is that at, when you're telling a story, you can decide, all right, well, someone needs to decide who they hate most, and then are they going to maybe ally with who they hate a little less? Well, that yeah, that's like that last story they had for the greater good with the Tau. Like that was one of I think one of the best stories to come out so far, because um, they're kind of talking about like they're dealing with the Imperium and the Gene Steeler cult, like they're trying to deal with both factions at the same time. Yeah, and I I love the idea that the Imperium is waiting for one thing to happen and then another thing happens. Yeah, that surprises both. Like oh yeah, the Tau. Yeah, oh those 
those shifty towel and their treacherous way. Surprise, mother effers. There's a deep dinner call. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that was <laughs> no like, one saw that coming. That was the great, the great story with the Vindicare assassin too. Is like, well, I got to figure out who he works for. Is it the is it this weird cult that's showing up, or the the towel, or is he lords the Imperium? Ah, whatever. I'll just kill him. Um, but yeah, so we're. I got to think that the the Adepticon preview was going to be, you know, what's coming for the end because where if if the space book is this month and they're one book a month, we're one or two months away from the end, two months, three months maybe. But we shall see. <laughs> I mean, my my dream is always when they say they're going to have a big announcement is I want to see a new faction oh, or I want to see a very old faction being brought back. Zotes. And we are getting to the point where that's that's gonna have to be their move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they they did all the codexes. Now they've done new rules for everybody. It, it's just it's time to have something just brand new. Um, I think I I mean I don't know. We as we talked about before, like the demiurge would be great. Um, but they're really pulling all a lot of this stuff into. Blackstone Fortress, too, right? They just they did they mm-hmm. have a Zod expansion. The uh, there's rules in the in the upcoming White Dwarf for putting the Jacaro in there, which is weird. Yeah, Jacaro. <laughs> I mean, and and this is the thing that we're like I think we're seeing about the Imperium is kind of becoming interesting is that they're they're making the the Imperium more colorful. Yeah. Like very much like bringing back the emphasis on these these sections, these little dark corner of the Imperium that, that basically like the the ecclesiarchy wants to like sweep under the rug. It's like no, no, no mutants here. But yeah, no. I mean, now we kind of need those mutants because things are not going well, and we can't hide them as well as we used to yeah. because things are chaotic. And yeah, it's it's. I like the Imperium better when they're when they're trying to be the monolith they used to be, but they can't seem to be like it's it, everything's slipping through their fingers. And it's great, you know, because we're always hearing these stories, you know, in the old old fluff and stuff like, oh, well, this Inquisitor doesn't do things quite, you know, the way that the Imperium wants to do. But now we're actually seeing, you know, those being represented in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. The fun thing about the Imperium fracturing a little bit, and I, I don't want like an entire civil war within the Imperium. That's that's Warhammer 30k. We already had right. that. It's fun back then. But the, the the fun thing about having this fracture is then then it justifies having my Space Marines versus your Space Marines, but it also opens the door to one of the I feel kind of forgotten element about chaos is that. The Chaos Factions are not buddies. They don't right. oh, get yeah. along. Yeah. They're, get this, chaotic. Right. And <laughs> that's been kind of shoved under, like, this has been shoved into the, like, into the closet. It's like, oh, no, no, now Abaddon and his despoilers are here, and, and now everybody gets along in Chaos? What? No! I, yeah. want, I want Chaos to hate each other. I want that... I want this, this this violent discord to come from from the, the like the chaos factions, and as long as the, the the Imperium felt too united, it was kind of difficult to do that from both a storytelling and sort of rule building per- perspective. But now, if you're going to have the Imperium kind of be a little bit more, yeah, yeah, well, we've it's not not everything's perfect, and like the cracks are starting to show. 
it, it, it makes more sense and it becomes a lot easier to have corn go at Slanesh's throat, etc. I've always thought of, of Chaos as the angsty teenagers of the Warhammer 40,000 universe. They just hate everything. Yeah, I mean, definitely corn. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Papa Nurgle well, loves everyone. Yeah. That's true. He he loves everybody. <laughs> Have are, We are learning this lesson. <laughs> oh, yeah. He doesn't care. It's all a gift. He loves life, and life is never as, as, uh, as much in multitudes as it is on the cellular microbial level. Creating, That's true. creating new viruses and all sorts of interesting stuff. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just... You made me think of all the old Nurgle models where the demons are always smiling. Especially Nurglings. They, oh, they, the new ones also. Yeah, yeah, yeah the new ones really are definitely smiling. The, the great and clean one looks a little a little mad, but yeah. Oh, I I don't know. I, I I feel like he looks like he's having a good time. Oh, I can never is. I can never remember his name, but the the little guy on the snail is just he's oh, so or, happy. Or Crux Limerux or something like that. That's yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so happy. I have such a collection of like Death Guard characters that I bought just because their nerglings are so yeah. cute. Like the sassy nergling that's wearing the helmet. Oh, I love it. Because his marine can't anymore because he's got a big horn coming out of his head. It's when, real good. When when those models came out, I like bits purchased like thirty nerglings, so it's like, oh, I just need all these nerglings. Yeah, one of the guys at my store, um, we've been tossing back and forth the idea of doing a Death Guard army, but out of entirely Nerglings, <laughs> but giving them like big scenic bases so they're the right size. Oh, but yeah. just I make them all little Nerglings, yeah. That was when. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm going through the malls right now. Everybody, it looks like they're having kind of a good oh, yeah. time. Like yeah, some yeah, of them yeah. look a bit more mischievous and evil, but and and the the guy we're talking about is Horticular Slimex. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, they they have a guy that's playing the bagpipe. Oh yeah, sloppy yeah, bile piper. Bio piper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, everybody looks like they're having just be- grand old time. It's yeah, you got to give it to Nurgle. <laughs> Knows how to throw a party. Yep. <laughs> See, these guys don't follow the twenty-five rule at all. No, not at all. No. <laughs> that um, your army idea reminds me of um way back in like 5th edition 6th edition fantasy in the back of the orc book there's orc army book there was a snotling army list yeah. and I worked at GW for the time at the time so I bits ordered I was like I'm gonna cause you, had to, you used to have to fill out a form and send it down when they did bits I was like I'm gonna or, bits order like 300 snotlings do you want me to tell you this individual model I want or can I just say give me a couple handfuls of them he was like uh, <laughs> just, just send the sheet down like, okay <laughs> I counted it out. They got it right. Nice. <laughs> but wow. Uh, yeah, it was snotlings, pumped wagons, and giants. That was all that was in that army. But <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty much the news for 40k. Next episode, we'll have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Assuming the what? What if we don't? What if like yeah, assuming everything it, what is if it's the we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> Coming soon. All those minor space green factions you've heard of, Eagle Eagles of Doom, they're getting their own codex. Yeah, finally the Carcadon are getting a That's full right. codex and model release. Codex no no, Carcadon. not just 
not just sprues with icons. Like they're getting yeah, their yeah, own yeah. vehicles. This puts this puts the space wolves to shame. You want bolters with sharks mouse modeled on the end of them? You've got them. You can finally have a second animal themed gray That's space right. marine army. <laughs> yeah. Your dreams have come true. Perfect. But that's not all a full red Corsair's model line. <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> and those Zenos, scorpion dudes. Xenos, out of the game. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I mean, okay. oh, look, it's we're just we're just 2020 ing it. <laughs> you thought you could only you could only just play Space Marines in 30K. Now it's in 40K, too. Luckily, mm-hmm. that's not what's going to happen. We're going to have <laughs> no. lots of good stuff to talk about next time. Um, so the next episode might be delayed by a week. We'll see what the preview is on the 28th. If it's mostly Age of Sigmar stuff, we'll probably just push it out a week. But yeah. Or we might have an episode earlier if we have an interview with yes. uh, yes. one or more Adepticon vendors. Please contact us because, I mean, this is kind of time sensitive. We want to give them the platform as soon as possible so that, like, the, the, the period of Adepticon that that was can still be used. Yes, we will be reaching out soon and hopefully we'll be able to get at least a couple vendors in. Um, I'll, con- I'll actually, I'll probably just reach out to James from Street Studio and see if he has interest in coming on again. But I'm sure he will. Very nice guy. But yeah, we'll see what we can do. We'll get back to you guys with. That as soon as we can, and also the upcoming previews. But until next time, let us know what you're doing uh, during quarantine 2020 on Facebook. Um, I'm going to be posting some of the stuff I'm working on. Um, hopefully, you guys will do the same. Oh yeah. And yeah, happy Coronacon, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Stay strong. We'll see you at Egyptcon 2021. Assuming there's not some other weird bat faced virus that comes out. I feel that we're if if anything's gonna stop next Adepticon, we deserve aliens. It, yeah. it has yes. to be an alien invasion <laughs> at that point. Alright guys, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Hey yeah. Thank you for listening to 40k Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>